Hey, welcome back. Uh, today we're going to go for a nice little walk, so it's good to see you. We've come out today to the Silverdale Trail, which is in uh, near Balasala in the Isle of Man. So uh, the bridge I'm standing on, I've got to show you. Uh, some beautiful houses as well down this river here. Uh, the bridge that we're on is called the Monk's Bridge, and it's really, really old. I think it's 1100 and something. Let's have a look. The stone's just here. So the Monk's Bridge, circa AD 1134. So what's that? Almost 900 years old. Okay, so let's get the biggest question out the way first that I know everyone's uh, wondering, and that is, oh, we got a dog. We've, I've spotted a dog. He was watching me. Where's he gone? Uh, the question I'm getting asked all the time is, uh, for an update on my three bank accounts that were frozen uh, with no record. So firstly, just to... Uh, clarify something that I think a lot of people are misunderstanding. I did actually have bank statements which I took into the bank. A lot of people, you know, were saying, oh, well, what do you expect if you just take your uh, passport in? They're not going to know who you are. No, no, I actually took in my bank statements. I always keep a record and I recommend you do as well, not just online, like digitally in a cloud or something, but also keep a hard copy. So actually print it out and keep a hard copy somewhere. Because honestly, if anything ever goes down, like electricity, or you can't get onto any of these uh, clouds or things like that, then uh, it's very hard to prove certain things if you haven't got uh, printed off documents. So I always print off my documents, keep it in a folder. So that's just a little top tip then. Okay, so what is the latest? I'm looking down a lot because it's really muddy and uh, slippery. I'm trialing out my new boots today. Uh, my other ones just did not make it. I took them up the Snaefell or whatever the mountain's called here and they just could not handle um, the weight. Whoa, look at the size of that dog. Look at him. He's a big boy, isn't he? Yeah, we won't go near that dog. We know what happened the last time I was out walking. I met a friendly dog, shall we say. So the bank has accepted that uh, we did have accounts with them but it's now with the government, so it's, it's very confusing. Apparently, the government has the money, has the funds in those accounts, so we're now dealing with the government over it. It's really a strange, a very bizarre situation. So this was obviously some sort of a, a rock wall uh, previously in the past. I'm not sure what this was. I can't seem to find anything on the map. You can see where the tree here has grown around the the wall, you can st still see the rocks within the roots here. And then we've got something else over here. I'm not quite sure what this is. If anyone has a guess at what this used to be, put it in the comments. Uh, I have no idea. I would guess some sort of a fireplace or something like that, but I don't know. And we've also got some steps here. Again, the trees seem to have grown around these uh, steps and the rocks. Again, there's some sort of a structure here but there's no signs or, or anything as to what it might have been. And by the way, as we're walking around, you'll notice wood everywhere. <laughs> what we're talking about with wood burners and things, there is wood everywhere. Okay, let's talk about a couple of uh, interesting news stories that happened this week then. The one that's just come out today and is sort of blowing up a lot is around the Russian prosecutor general's office uh, has labeled Meta, so previously Facebook, as an extremist uh, organization, a terrorist organization, uh, which I read that was quite funny. But I read into it a little bit, and this guy 
I can't remember what his name is on YouTube. He did a sort of video on it, which was very interesting. And he looked up what, uh, let's call it Facebook, is allowing in terms of um, what you can post to Facebook about Russia uh, or the Russian leaders and military at the moment. And it's pretty strange stuff. So you're allowed to, you're allowed to talk about um, all sorts of things like torture and murder and dis, disemboweling and all this. There's all these words, you, you can look it up on their website, that you are not allowed to say. But now you are allowed to say it if it's against these Russian leaders, which I thought was a little bit of a strange uh, stance to take. But okay. And the other story, of course, at the minute is all of these Western firms, huge companies pulling out of Russia, just packing up and leaving, firing all the employees, etc. I said this before and I'll say it again because now it's uh, pretty much confirmed. What I said before was I think they're going to nationalize. So the Russian government are just going to say, okay, you want to pull out? Fine. Uh, we'll just nationalize all of, your, all of your assets, just confiscate them. So really, is that doing the West a big favor, all of, all of the companies here? I, I don't think so. Doing these, you know, sanctions against, against Russia yourself, I don't necessarily think that's the best idea. Yeah, okay, I get it. There needs to be some sort of sanctions and response and things like that. But is it really a good idea to just abandon all of your assets and give them? I mean, isn't that probably worse than staying there in the first place? The fact that Russia might now nationalize all of those assets, just basically confiscate those assets. And they've said it's going to be almost impossible for these companies from the West to get back in once they're nationalized. Another story in the UK news today is that petrol, uh, so this is like your gasoline in, the, in uh, America, petrol has just hit £1.60 per litre. I don't know what the conversion is to a gallon, but believe me, it is a lot. You think you've got high gas prices in America right now, convert that. Um, in fact, let me put it on screen, I'll do a conversion. So £1.60, now here where I live on the Isle of Man, I haven't seen prices like this at all. Um, it's still £1.48 this morning when I filled up my car. So I haven't seen £1.60 yet. Oh, the ducks are ready. They want some food. The other thing that I thought was really funny uh, this week on the news was that UK MPs, so that's members of parliament, in other words, politicians, have just given themselves, or well, they officially didn't give it to themselves, but it's been decided for them. They're going to get a £2,200 pay rise this year. Uh, from next month because they they really need that extra money of course they you know because of high inflation and the cost of living they need that extra money uh, I just think what about everybody else what about all the other workers and the key workers and people on lower incomes where were they uh, to pass things like that when people needed um, money or when they needed their gas prices or their home energy bills to stay lower. And of course, just like I said would happen, what, two, three weeks ago, all of this inflation now is being blamed on Russia uh, or Putin. So Putin has become, has become the scapegoat for everything. Any inflation, food prices going up, Putin. Uh, this going up, oh, that, that, that's Putin as well. I was in the supermarket today and uh, I said to the lady, wow, prices have really gone up. And she said, Oh, yeah, yeah, they've gone up. And I said, when did they? She said, oh, the last few weeks they've gone up. And I went, right. And she said, yeah, it's because of this, this Putin, isn't it? This evil Putin. Oh, look at this over here. 
Okay, this is called the Monk's Well. So this is an ancient well in memory of our ancestors who through the long ages came to this well and here in simple faith made prayers and vows with humble offerings. So this became a holy place. It does actually feel a little bit different standing here as well. That was really, really bizarre. So yeah, all of this inflation that, <laughs> oh gosh, it's crazy. Is, is, it was Putin, basically. He has caused all of these price rises over the last year. How? how? When the invasion only happened a couple of weeks ago, how, how did the inflation prior to that uh, come about? So, somehow people are linking that to Putin thinking or knowing that he was going to invade Ukraine. And that's what caused the, the inflation, apparently. I mean, it's really interesting just talking to people about this topic. They, they honestly believe the inflation over the last year was from Putin. Uh, I mean, honestly, people will believe absolutely anything the mainstream media tells them right now. And if you want to know how to beat inflation at the moment, the media isn't going to tell you. In fact, none of these organizations are going to tell you. CNBC isn't going to tell you either. Uh, the Financial Times isn't going to tell you. I've been talking about it over the last couple of weeks, but if you look below this video in the description as a pinned comment, you will see a video that I made for all of you, and it's in my private community, and it will teach you all about finance and investing. Look at this beautiful waterfall behind. Isn't that stunning? Watch that video. If you wanna know what the four things I recommend you invest in at the moment to, to actually see you through the next few years, Watch that video. Look at my spreadsheet. Have a look what I've invested in. You can see all of this. It is clear. I don't ever delete anything. You can see all my successes, the very few failures I've had so far with investing. I leave it on there. I don't delete it like a lot of people do. So just watch through. There are, I don't know, probably 20 hours or more worth of content and videos on there, macro investing and teachings. So definitely check it out. One of the things I love about actually living here on the Isle of Man. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I moved here just uh, five, six weeks ago now, is there is so little crime. There's hardly any people anywhere. I want to read out this news story that someone mentioned to me in the coffee shop this morning. It made me laugh so bad. So I actually clipped it out so you can see what it says. Okay, so bearing in mind, this is big news. It's about a man who was armed with a screwdriver and he scratched a police officer before becoming uh, restrained and handcuffed. Now, over here, that's big news. You know, people are talking about this in the cafes. People are talking about it in the supermarket. This man armed with a screwdriver who scratched a police officer. Oh my goodness. If they only knew the, the sort of stuff that used to happen where I lived, someone was murdered in the street just, what, 10 doors down from my last house. There were muggings and all sorts of other stuff we won't mention. Uh, on a day-to-day -day basis, I told you about the time those guys tried to jump me uh, when I was coming home one night after going to the pub with, with my friends. Yeah, that wasn't a good situation. Needless to say, they were not uh, successful, but uh, yeah, that was a close one. Okay, these ducks know me. They know I always bring good food for them 
we have some special bread where we bake a lot of seeds into it. It's a healthy bread. So these ducks know me and they'll be over in a second. As soon as they spot me, they'll be right over. Here they come. Well, I've been out walking for an hour now and I still haven't seen anyone at all, which is bizarre. Friday afternoon and there is no one anywhere, which is nice. I actually walked the coastal path last week, I think it was. I didn't film it, but I took a walk down the coastal path and I saw one person in over two hours. Because there's only 85,000 people on this island, you just don't really bump into people in the rural parts as much. Okay, we got the first signs of spring coming up here, the daffodils. There's just so much wood everywhere you look. It's just stacked up everywhere. And one thing I forgot to mention actually, when I was talking about uh, taking wood and there's wood everywhere, things like that, you do, uh, key thing, you've got to ask the landowner's permission. Uh, I should have made that clear. You can't just sort of walk around and start grabbing wood uh, and just taking it home with you. You do have to ask, but I've never had an issue whenever I've wanted to get some wood. Uh, with the landowner. They've always said, yeah, no, no problem. Take it away, basically. Look, more wood here. It's just everywhere. Wood everywhere. So if you want to beat these really high uh, energy prices for heating your home, if you're in a cold climate like I am, then get yourself a wood burner. Get yourself a load of uh, this wood, basically. All right, well, I'm going to start walking back to the car now then and then head home. But... Um, yeah, a lot of people ask me why, you know, why I like it here so much. Don't I mind that the weather's a little bit colder and things like that? Yeah, it is a little bit colder, but it's like most things, you get used to it. I just think this is a beautiful place. I really like it. And I like the fact that my wife feels comfortable here, that she can, you know, let her hair down and, um, and I mean literally let her hair down when I say that. She doesn't have to wear it in a burn and not wear makeup and things like that, like she used to do living in the city, because she was just worried that every time she goes out, she gets these groups of guys coming up to her and hassling her and all this other stuff. So she doesn't have to worry about that here. But overall, we just really like it here. It's just lovely, and it's still a lot of uh, light as well at this time of day, which is interesting. One thing I've noticed living out here is that I'm not seeing all these chemtrails and, you know, all the trails, whatever you want to say they are. All these plain exhausts um, just covering the sky. Whoa, look at that. That's how windy it gets here. Rips the trees out by the roots. See, I told you it gets really windy here. That's why you see me with my hat and this on. You can't hear the wind, but it's always windy, which gives it a little bit of a chill. But hey, so we're going to head back to the car now then. Uh, drive home have some dinner, get this video edited, get it uploaded. But apart from that, uh, thanks for watching today and joining me on this beautiful, beautiful walk here. Uh, this is basically what I do once I finish my uh, work during the day. I try and get up super, super early. Uh, it's still dark out when I get up, work right through, and then grab an hour just before it gets dark to go for a, a nice little walk. Because this is what's important. Uh, small things like this is what's important in life right now. You see how crazy the world's getting and it's just getting crazier and crazier every single day now. So you've got to do these things while you still can and just enjoy yourself. All right. Thanks for watching. Take care. God bless. See you next time.